And now, for your listening pleasure, CKUT presents the very first broadcast installment of an all-new startling cosmic saga, Sojourns in Space. The intergalactic daring-do will begin shortly. But first, a very important message. Do you feel like you need something to fix all your problems? A somewhat gooey fuchsia substance that can do anything you require of it. Of course you do. Who wouldn't? But does such a marvelous thing exist? Why, it does. And its name is Clom. Yes, responsibly grown, fairly traded Clom of the highest quality, available now from the General Corporation. Its energy, its breakfast, its genuine and lasting happiness. It's whatever you require. Clom, it's the best. Message ends. third century are many, but all experts are in agreement that the Skytram of Anthisteria Prime deserves a special place among them. These wondrous transparent conveyances glide along invisible tracks high above the hubbub of street-level life, transporting millions every day comfortably and efficiently. Their finely calibrated clom engines ensure that... Get on with it! Oh, very well. As one of these magnificent transports makes its scheduled stop at Cloud Nine Station, a commotion appears to be taking place on the platform. Two nameless dudes, our heroes, clad in gray and brown trench coats with matching hats, are frantically pursuing a strange skittering creature, greatly unsettling passersby. Skytram arriving. Keep clear of the doors to avoid bisection. Grab hold of it! Grab hold of it! I'm trying! <laughs> For Grudax's sake, where'd it go? I... Do you let it get away. I let it get away? It can't just have vanished. Zorglongs don't fly. Do they? I ain't a... Shit. They must have gone in the tram. Hurry. Hot for it. Tram departing. Keep clear of the doors to avoid bisection. <sighs> Ooh, just in time. And not even slightly bisected. <laughs> now we've got the little sumbitch. He ain't getting away from us. Excuse me, you you gentlemen. You have to pay the fare. Ah, uh, you got any money on you, dude? Nope. Uh, can you just uh put it on our tab? That that's not how it works, son. Let's see. Uh, excuse me, ladies. Just uh, looking for my friend here. What does your friend look like? Well, he's a Zorblong. Have you ever seen a Zorblong by any chance? No. Consider yourself fortunate, miss. It's a repulsive being about this size and is covered in, well, I don't know what you'd call him exactly. If you don't pay the fare, gentlemen, I'll be obliged to eject you at the next stop. Feel free. We'll have the bastard in our clutches by then. He doesn't sound like your friend. Ah! Aha! Gotcha! Yeah. <laughs> 
Attention. Due to a shortage of qualm as a result of the Meropian Harvester strike, this tram will te temporarily halt its operation. Apologies. What does that mean? Uh-oh. Did the driver just say, uh-oh? That ain't good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't stand in closed spaces. I just, I, I just can't. I, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Why didn't they give the rest of us jetpacks? Oh, weird choice of profession, huh? He did look more like an accountant to me. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Jim, you see it? Ah, uh, uh, no. Excuse me, are you two with the tram line? Can you tell us what to do? Um. Actually, ma'am, we're mercenaries chasing a rich old hag's pet monster, which seems to have hidden itself somewhere on the tram. Now, there's no need for panic. <laughs> nice one. Shut up. It has to still be here. Walk around, damn it. I gotta do everything myself. Hey, that's rude. I. Hey, there! <laughs> Let's go in for the door. Get it. Oh, ah, Got it! Hey! I got it! I actually... I told you to look out for the projectile vomit, kid. That's its main defense system. Really? Really, dude. I didn't know that. And look at it. It can fly after all. Amazing. Don't be bitter. We'll get the little shit. Eventually. Qualm supply restored. Tram operation will now resume. Keep clear of the doors to avoid bisection. Eventually, huh? Gross. After surreptitiously dismounting the tram at the next station, and subsequently making themselves scarce, our heroes adjourn to a seedy local watering hole, so Gray can place a long-distance teletalk call, and Brown can make a valiant attempt at ridding his person of Zorblong puke, one of the foulest and stickiest substances known to civilization. Operator, give me the dudes association. Assignment desk, make it collect. I know they don't just say it's for gray. No, G-R-E-Y. Could you just, yes, I'll hold. Amazing, isn't it? You can drill into the heart of a star these days, but little, if any, progress has been made in the realm of telecommunication. That's a very insightful observation, dude. Ugh. Can I have another Infinitowel, Joe? I think this one's finished. They'll be 50 bucks. Oh, come on. The first one was free. Sorry, dude. Market forces. You know how it is. <laughs> hey there, dude. How the hell are you? Uh, market forces? Sorry, it's a little loud in here. Yeah. Yeah. No, we haven't found it yet. My distinguished partner bungled it twice, but I'm confident the rule of three will work in our favor. Always seems to shake out that way, somehow. Hey, my wallet stuck to my hand, okay? I'm trying. Quit making excuses. I didn't want this to happen, you know? <laughs> anyway, I I'm calling because we need a better gig. You know me, dude. You know the kid. We did some crazy jobs back in the day. Did him good. Hell, there must be some of those still around, right? I know the war's over. It's a big fucking universe. There must be crazy shit happening somewhere. Well, that ain't my fault. Hey, maybe we should go freelance, huh?
Keep your shirt on, dude. You know I ain't no deserter. But you gotta get us something better than chasing some woman's pet monstrosity halfway around the planet. Do look, at least. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Who are you talking to, man? Wife? Bookie? Personal grouchiness consultant? <laughs> Would you be quiet for a second? Kinda hard to stick up for you when you're demonstrating so many of your most odious qualities at once. You ought to listen to him. He's trying to get you to a decent job. Hey! All right, man. You keep on that. I'm trying, yeah. Well, what is it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, now you're talking, dude. We'll take care of it. Don't let Blue get a whiff of it. Prick's had enough scores fall on his lap without lifting a finger. Oh, believe me, Prick was the kindest word I could have used just then. He's seeing you. You got something? Yeah. And it ain't bad, either. Orpheus Anderson wants job done. And we're gonna do it. Right in this system, too, so we can head right back look for the critter afterwards. How about that? Orpheus Anderson? The big entrepreneur guy? Tomorrow Institute and all that? That guy? No. Orpheus Anderson, the shoeshine man on Selena's too. How many of those do you think are running around? Man, you don't have to, okay? Take it easy, kid. I can't stay irritated at your stupid questions when there's so much sweet, sweet dough headed our way. Get your face out of your palm already and buy us a round of clum doubles for starters. I, I can't, man. It's stuck. It shit's really sticky, huh? For good access' sake, quit making a fool of yourself and go to the bathroom to get that gunk off. Two doubles, Joe. Hurry up, kid, or I'll have them both. Don't got no clown, dude. There's a shortage, you know. Serve your right, asshole. What's the kid mean? It's not like you started the revolt on my ropus, dude. <laughs> well... There it is. Oh, this kind of thing never happens to him, does it? No, it's always me. And, of course, it's always my fault and... Excuse me? Oh! I'm sorry. Did I go in the wrong bathroom? Or I'm in a bit of a bind, do you understand? It might take some time to explain. Your hand is stuck to your face by the offensive vomit of a pet Zorglong you're being paid to track down, making you effectively blind. Say, that didn't take all that long. You know, miss, you sound kind of familiar. There, now. Let me help you. What kind of man leaves his partner to deal with such an embarrassing situation on his own? Good question. Well, let me tell you, my partner's not such a... Hey, wait a second. How did you know all that stuff? I read it on your face. It's all so clear. I can see right through you, mister. Really? You're some kind of super psychic or something? My girlfriend's crazy for those... Oh, hey, that's much better. Oh, thanks, lady. Now I can see just... Hello, dude. Are you ready to die? No. Too bad. Uh, missed! Dude! Dude! Slow down, kid. Don't worry, I got him service out of his own personal stock. Sweet, huh? She's here! She, she tried to! Don't tell me, Mom. for all those missed Thanksgiving dinners. Don't expect any help from me. That's strictly... You moron! It's Judith Osterfield! Yes. Step away from the bar, both of you. 
Who is this, dude? Mary and rich girl. He killed her boyfriend. I killed her dad. She took it poorly. I can tell. <laughs> Time for your just desserts. They were delayed a while, but now they're here. And I think you'll finally taste just like you expected. <laughs> Word to the wise, little lady. When you got to jump on some scum you want to wipe from existence, do the wiping first and leave the speechifying for later. Why? <laughs> You're not going anywhere. No, but the situation might just get more complex. Joe? Cheer. That's a ray cannon military issue. You'd be surprised how often Joe has need of it. You seem to be outgunned, little lady. You'll excuse me if I mix myself another drink while this standoff deserves. Please, go ahead. Might as well, before you get what's coming to you. <laughs> Secondary lesson. Never underestimate my rapport with the barman of the universe. Now, drop the gun. I don't think so. I can still get one of you. True, you could. Personally, I'd go for him. He's the brains of the outfit. Amazing as it may seem. It's not true. I am just the dumb muscle. And, you know, I ain't even that muscular. His total moron act is a convincing one, to be sure, but that only speaks to the depth of his genius. Plus, don't forget he broke your heart. Twice, in a way. He put me up to it. It was all his idea. He's a diabolical mastermind. If you don't stop him now, he'll take over the whole damn universe and make it illegal to be under 65. I'm 56, dumbass. I mean, exalted master. <laughs> you know, you two are really very funny. Have you considered going into vaudeville? <clears throat> Too bad your double act is soon to become unworkable. I'm not the girl you knew in Moropus, you see. I've learned to expect subterfuge from the likes of you. So I've set up safeguards of my own. Sorry, dudes. Joe! <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? When you've got money and certain charms, there's nothing you can't arrange. I hope you know what this means, Joe. Special relationship between the Sacred Brotherhood of Barkeeps and the Dudes Association. It'll die with us. And then there'll be war. Whatever. We hate you guys anyway. You don't tip. At all. Ah, look. How perfect. Your past misdeeds just won't stop resurfacing to hasten your doom. So fitting, isn't it? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Dude, what are you doing? Leave the cocktail alone, we're about to die! Just a second, need to get the ratios right. Why do I have to do everything myself? Uh, please, chickpea, I always meant... Stop. You're only making me want to kill you more. I didn't think that was possible, so congratulations, dude. Thanks. Okay, Joe. You take the one in gray. I'll take this little worm. Hey! Understood, baby. Last words? Make it quick. I've got a prior engagement. Really? With who? None of your fucking business, that too. Congratulations again, dude, for the worst last words ever. Now you. I won't keep you. Just have an interesting fact I'd like to share. Oh, no. You know what you get when you mix three-quarters distilled clom, one-eighth space eggplant juice, and one-eighth milk, then stir gently? I have no idea. Me either. Some barman. 
for shame? The answer is absolutely nothing until you add a pinch of lemon juice. Don't stop it! Tries me to get this public house on Strega Minor. Remind me to take it sometime. Don't know if they're done rebuilding it yet, though. After that one. Man, you are really a menace to society. Enough of the flattery, kid. Let's get out of here before they regain consciousness. Leaving the charred remains of Joe's bar behind, the dudes make their way back to their speedy and well-equipped conveyance, the saucer Eldritch. Easily evading the half-hearted efforts of local law enforcement, they arrive at the Tomorrow Institute's grand headquarters, well ahead of schedule. After taking in the impressive edifice, located on a promontory overlooking the crashing waves of the Sea of Lanaya, they land smoothly at the front courtyard and are enthusiastically received. Gentlemen, dudes, it is an unthinkable honor to receive you. Master Anderson welcomes you to his proud citadel of learning. Erudite fellows such as yourselves are sure to revel in the company of the universe's finest intelligentsia, gathered here to advance the learning of man and all other races. Hey, man. Thanks. The pleasure is all ours. We have heard many tales and fabulates of your organization's stupefying deeds. In point of fact... So, where is Master Anderson? I thought he was going to greet us personally. Please, sirs, do not misinterpret the nature of our present yabiety. Our patron has dispatched us to warm your welcome while he attends to his various encumbrances. The kind of high-profile figure such as he must deal with on a quotidian basis. You understand, of course. Oh, yeah, totally. Unequivocally. This is some place you got here, pal. Where'd all the money come from? Sources. Our patron is anticipating you in his office this very moment. Despite the overwhelming assortment of demands on his time, that most fluorescent one, Master Anderson, has segregated a portion of his schedule today exclusively for the purpose of meeting with you. Are you not honored beyond comprehension? Oh, yeah. How about you, kid? Oh, I... Uh... He's so honored that he can't even form a coherent sentence. With the elevator? Affirmative. But we are afraid that only a select few, including but not limited to ourselves, are permitted to operate it. For security motives, of course. Of course. Now, uh, I'm very sorry. It appears to me... Ooh. Oh. Oh. Uh, you, uh, you all right, mister? That dratted Fletcher again! He could not do this to us. Excuse me, please. We will reprimand him in the strongest possible terms. It wasn't funny the first time. A million apologies. Please, stay here. What a weird guy. You're a typical professional sycophant. There's a lot of money in it these days, you know. Oh, wait, wait. You better not say something about me being well-suited for a job like that. That'd be too much, even for you. Why would I? You've already said it yourself. <laughs> Wait, where are you going? He told us to stay, dumbass. So we are going to have a little look around. 
We? What are you saying, man? I don't want to get into trouble. That's the royal we, kid. Did you hear our friend just now? It means me, except more so. You can stay here if you like. Good luck making conversation. Oh, hold up! Whoa. Would you look at that? Would you? Man, don't talk to yourself. Dude, you got a beast here somewhere in this creepy-ass dark room, right? It's really you? Hi. Why does everybody do that? Sorry, didn't mean to startle you. I'm Matilda Broomhall, a researcher here at the Institute. Researching what? Innocent, unsuspecting people's reactions to someone uh, staring the crap out of them when they least expect it? I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not, so I'll just say my research is of a different nature. The darkness is necessary for proper cultivation. Cultivation? Do I want to know? Well, if you don't, that's fine, but I can tell you it's nothing dangerous or diabolical or anything like that. Just clong. Wait. You can't grow clong here. It's gotta be in, like, a field. With... dirt. Uh, yeah, I'm sure of that. You're right, but this is no ordinary clong. Actually, it isn't really clong at all. What? No joke? I'm sorry, I'm not being very clear, am I? It's synthetic, see? It grows in these pods. We found that light actually hampers their development, but in a dark environment, they go from raw material to usable product within 48 hours. Oh, that's pretty crazy. I know, right? It's revolutionary is what it is. Very soon, those clomp shortages like you saw yesterday, they'll be a thing of the past. So that's what you do here at the Institute, huh? Sit in the dark and cook up diet clomp. Oh, no. This is just my little side project. It still needs a lot of refinement. For one, the source material is very scarce, and, to tell you the truth, pretty gross. Wait, uh, so what is it you guys are all about, then? Beside mirrored hallways, I mean. <laughs> I'm afraid there's no real answer to that question. Master Anderson has many interests, and he's not afraid to pursue all possible avenues. Even some people call, scare quotes, unethical. And he does all of it for universal peace. Universal peace. Huh. Gee, that's real noble. There you are, kid. How the hell'd you get in here? Didn't you see the big confidential experiment keep out sign? I guess not. I mean, if it was really confidential, wouldn't they lock the door instead of putting up some sign? Fair point. Anyway, it's nothing confidential. Just some diet clomb. That's wonderful. I hope he hasn't bothered you, miss. It's kind of his specialty. Not at all. It gets a bit lonely in here sometimes, to tell you the truth. Just me and these sticky pink globs. Shouldn't it be fuchsia? We're working on that. Gentlemen! We have been questing for you for nearly a quintet of minutes. We must not keep that most prophylactic one, Master Anderson, in apprehension. Come along, if you please. We will converse at later period, Matilda. Oh, uh, no, mister. We came in here of our own volition. I don't think she really wanted us around. Yes, uh, what he said is true. They upset the specimens terribly. Now we'll need to give them another counseling session. The last one lasted for hours. Huh! Be that as it might. 
We must proceed with alacrity. Ahead, full. Right behind you, pal. Come on, kid. It was nice to meet you. Yeah, same here. I hope your specimens feel better. Wait, you believed that? An exhilarating elevator ride later, our heroes gain entry into the magnificent office of Orpheus Anderson, approximately the size of a mid-level banquet hall. After the succession of anterooms and secretaries, and the sycophant's reverent oration as he sent them ahead, the dudes are surprised to see the office occupied solely by a broody-looking teenager, thirteen at most, staring intently out the fifty-fifth floor window. For Grudax's sake. Hey, Nehi, where the hell's Anderson? This guy's dodged us long enough. I am Orpheus Anderson. You're... <laughs> Good one. I, I don't laugh at a lot. Unless it involves people I don't like suffering horribly, that is, but that. Dude, I think he's serious. I'm always serious. Frivolity is just another obstacle on the road to universal peace. Oh. I understand your confusion, dude, though I do not forgive it. Hearing of my diverse accomplishments and large volume of work, many suppose me to be far older than I am. I have no time for such quaint attitudes when my mission is so pressing. Universal peace? Yes. Your partner is uncommonly perceptive, dude. I will address my comments to him from now on. Uh, now, just a second. I very much hope you are in the upper echelon of your organization. Given the extremely sensitive nature of the task I require completed, I specifically requested highly competent individuals. Don't worry about that, uh, master. You don't have to call me that. It's just a thing they do here. I don't know who started it. You don't seem to mind. No. Perhaps it's fitting. At any rate, these pleasantries have already exceeded their allotted time. On to the matter at hand. Do you know what universe we live in, dudes? I... THE UNIVERSE! I... guess? No. The question was a rhetorical one, anyway. This is a universe of information. If I say something, it becomes more real than something a nobody sees or touches. What matters is the ability to convince, to exercise a hold over the popular imagination. This I have done. So I became Orpheus Anderson. You mean your parents didn't name you that? Ken. I mean, the Orpheus Anderson you knew before walking through these doors. The one you expected to see looking out that window. Visionary, innovator, champion of peace. And what does that Orpheus Anderson want done? Direct. Very good. Being veterans of the war, you're surely aware of Colchis and Chrysomelon, the last belligerents to cease hostilities. Not even a year ago. Since then, the universe has enjoyed a kind of peace. But I say it is a false peace. It is the ethos of the Tomorrow Institute to advocate for peace. But today, no one wants to talk about peace. They think we have achieved it. Colchis and Kasamuan are building a shared hyperspace bridge between them. They call it the Great Peace Bridge. Tomorrow, it will be inaugurated in a grand ceremony. But there has been talk of extremists on both sides seeking to destroy it as a symbolic gesture. I have fueled those rumors. But, uh, are they true? It doesn't matter. You will make them true. You will blow up the Great Peace Bridge as the universe watches. And I will say, told you so. Can't argue with that. 
And so the Institute will regain its rightful place, lighting the way forward for the universe as it stumbles in the darkness. And in time, through that guidance, a great peace will come that will put this hesitant ceasefire we live in to shame. As philosopher king of the cosmos, I will ensure it, in the certainty that the denizens of the glorious eons to come will look back on my deeds in awe and accord me a prominent place in their belief system. Perhaps eventually you two will gain the status of lesser genii as well. When enough time is lost that your meritorious deed may be revealed. Yeah. You know, we don't usually do demolition work. Couldn't you ask one of your underlings? I'm sure you've got a guy who's into that lying around here. My having a hand in this cannot be known. Your organization guarantees secrecy. And I was told whatever I wished for, you could arrange. Perhaps I was misinformed. No, wait a second. I didn't say no. Just that it might cost. That is of no concern to me. As long as we have a deal. Yeah, sure. It's a hell ugly bridge anyway. We'll make our architectural critique in an inescapable manner. Excellent. I will compensate you in kind. How does your partner feel about it? Well, kid, what are you doing? Quit sniffing the floor. Uh, but... Get over here. He's always doing that, I'm afraid. I can't seem to convince him he's a shitty tracker. Kids heard too much Lone Ranger. Dude! Lead her. Just tell the man you're in agreement. I wasn't listening. Tell him if you want to get fucking paid. Uh, I'm in agreement, master. Mm-hmm. All is arranged, then. You may leave. Well, I'll sure do that, Mr. Anderson. Great talk. Be seeing you. Good luck with puberty. Shut up. Dude, there was Zorblong puke on that floor. You think it's here? Or maybe he's got one, too? So what if he does? Who cares? We got a job that'll pay approximately a thousand percent more than that last one. Not to mention, play more to our natural talents. What? Uh, what? What is it he wants? I kind of tuned out a bit around all the universe stuff. We've got to blow up a bridge. For peace. Oh. Okay, then. Mere hours from Anthisteria Prime by spaceship, the twin planets Colchis and Chrysomelon still bear many of the scars they suffered during their protracted conflict. But the swirling, shimmering hyperspace bridge constructed in record time that now binds them points the way to a better, more harmonious future. Our heroes head there to destroy it, but little do they know that the Colchians have arranged for security on their end in fear of the extremist violence foreseen by Orpheus Anderson. The unholy order of space witches has provided two of their finest agents for this very purpose. These just so happen to be Betsy Brackett and Gladys Sturgeon, longtime nemeses of the dudes, who also have no idea of the collision to come as they sip drinks and chat absentmindedly to alleviate their boredom. How did we get this job again? I think it was because you told the Supreme Matriarch her brew tasted lovely. But it did! Not blaming you. You could have had a little tact, is all I'm saying. No witch wants to spend a dozen cycles stirring and muttering incantations just to have somebody sittle over and, you know, demolish it. Except most witches don't have absolute power over any future jobs that somebody will get, so... I said I was sorry. I'm not blaming you. Okay. Okay. 
What the hell is this we're drinking, by the way? It tastes terrible! That's what I should have said. It tastes terrible, great matriarch. All that work paid off. You still own that? I'm bored out of my metaphorical pointy hat. It helps if I have someone to blame. Well, anyway, it'll all be over tomorrow. Then maybe I can sweet-talk her into sending us to Striga, where you can't swing a broomstick without hitting some miscreant. Or two particular miscreants. Unholy heckity! You got a real arch-nemesis thing going on with that guy, don't you, girl? Rather not talk about it. Suit yourself. Gotta say I ship it, though. Ugh, shut the fuck up, all right? <laughs> Wanna see my fan fiction? It's a bit graphic. Hey! You see that? What? Uh, there was this flying thing. It went right over our heads, like, really fast. Could it be those extremists? How big was it? Like, that big! I don't know any extremists that size. It was probably just a Zorblong. What's a Zorblong? It's like a sort of crustacean, I guess. But not really. More of a, a big insect. Only it's kind of furry, too. And it's got a mouth that's, uh... Well, alright, it's not really a mouth. But you can think of it as that if you'd like. Yeah, um, that's okay. I'm uh, sorry I asked. It's an ugly fucking thing, basically. That I can say for sure. Is it dangerous? No. Unless you try to grab it. It doesn't like that. Don't grab Zorblongs. Got it. Another one for my things not to do if you value your well-being, Ledger. That's what you're always writing? Can I see it? Go ahead. Don't forget the jet broomsticks when calling on suspects. Don't prod sleeping Gordillion worms with a pointy stick. Don't wear white after Labor Day. Some of these are a bit obvious, aren't they? <laughs> I leave nothing to chance. What's this? Oh, you don't have to read that. Don't tell Betsy her hair looks funny. Does my hair look funny? No. Are you sure? Why would you write that? Like I said, leave nothing a chance. I can't believe it. You said the top knot was cool. Nice move, Gladys. Don't show people this book. How could I forget that one? It's the first one. Literally the first one. Nice move, Gladys. By sunrise, the pair's bickering has subsided, just in time for the first stages of the grand unveiling ceremony, which a coin toss decided was to take place on the Colchis end. Large banners and stands, selling various useless things, are erected almost instantaneously around the base of the grand edifice. As the joyful crowds arrive, our heroes, the two dudes, do their best to mingle while they prepare their own grand spectacle. Hey, con candy! Man, I love con candy. Hey, man, you haven't gotten money since the last time I asked you by any chance. No. But you can take solace in knowing that even if I did, I wouldn't have given it to you. Oh, figures. You're probably the kind of guy that spills kids ice cream just for fun. What kind of guy do you think I am, kid? Ice cream is sacred. Other sweets, sure. But ice cream, I'm a no-good son of a bitch, but I ain't totally heartless. So. You are planning to commit massive property damage and possibly reignite a bore purely for personal profit and, uh, ticks? And you're my willing accomplice. Don't throw them stones, kid. 
It won't end well. Oh, whatever, man. I'll see if I can get one of those cotton candies when the guy ain't looking. Go ahead. Should I have warned him about the Vendor's Robohound? No. More fun this way. Kid needs to learn that crime doesn't pay when you do it like a dumbass. I couldn't agree more. Don't move unless you want to be a disgusting puddle of dude in a gray suit. It's on the highest setting. Well, <laughs> you don't give up, do you, little lady? If you'll excuse me, we've got a job to do. I'm sure. Callously ruining more people's lives, I presume? Pretty much. Tell me, you don't think your daddy was a friend of the working man, exactly, do you? I don't give a fuck, old man! I'm 56! Why is it so hard? I have to kill you right now. I'm seriously considering it. But then you wouldn't get my buddy, would ya? Seems you're in the same quandary as before. Could I offer a counter-proposal? Mm, it better be good. See that big bridge there? We're gonna blow it up. Boom! Yes? Now, you just said you didn't care about any of the hoi polloi catching collateral damage. So on principle, you oughtn't to have any objection to our business here. But here's a major item in the other column. Money. Lots of money. Orpheus Anderson may be a middle schooler playing tycoon, but he can sure pay up. Now, if you help us out, you can have a good chunk of that. I don't suspect those revolutionaries left you with much after all that looting and pillaging, no matter what you say. So we get our job done, Anderson gets his relevance back, and you get some pretty generous compensation for indefinitely postponing your revenge. Now, if I were a dispossessed heiress with a broken heart slash absurdly persistent homicidal maniac, I think that was a pretty damn good deal, right? Orpheus Anderson is in middle school? Well, he's probably got five PhDs or something, but I bet he still thinks girls are icky. <sighs> well, what do you say, then? If not, give me a second to come up with some badass last words. Mm, throw in your partner, and I'll take it. There you go. You got it. Explosives are in this bag. What's your plan? Tell me there's more to it than placing these all around the base of the bridge than running away and pressing the detonator. Close. Matter of fact, Kit's supposed to be planting these right now. Where'd he go? I don't know. But you'd better find him quick or the deal's off and your number's up. <laughs> Man, I'm always losing out on these crowds. Kid! Hey, Kid! Sir, have you lost your son? Something like that. Uh, kid, I'll buy you the goddamn cotton candy. I actually got money. I'm just a stinky bastard. Well, maybe your parenting is lacking, sir. Thanks a lot, buddy. Come on, honey. I think I saw him back there. Never call me that. <laughs> All right. Tickby? Oh, sorry, I couldn't resist. Really? The people, they let have children these days. Hey, they gone? Who... Where did you come from? Well, I was hiding in that barrel. <laughs> Just love pickled herring, don't you? Uh, could use more clong, though. Well, there's a shortage on, you know. Oh, you're telling me. Uh, right, uh, fella, nice knowing you. Oh, ow. A robot dog's got a hell of a bite. Great, group Dax. What sort of event is this? A gathering of intergalactic lunatics? Lunatics? You seen any lunatics, sir? Have I? Three of them, all in the space of a minute. Uh, were any of them by any chance shouting, Death to Caucus! Uh, death to Chrysomelon! Or some variation of either? 
No, it was just an old man in grey with a hat on, and a rather vulgar-looking woman, and later a young man dressed rather similarly to the other one, only in a nauseating shade of brown and reeking of pickled herring. Oh, dear. It can't be. The chances are so slim, you'd need an electron microscope to see them. Which means it probably is them. Shit. I thought you were dying for a chance to get at him. Not like this. We don't even know what they're up to, much less... I excuse me. What in creation are you talking about? Is there some kind of criminal element present here? Don't be alarmed, sir. We're handling this. We being... Duly deputized space witches, we're here to ensure your safety. Get out the jet broomsticks, Gladys, and we'll find those fuckers before they can pull anything. Here. Stay safe, sir. Oh, yes. I've never felt safer. Certifiable, every one of them. I can't even- Ah! Great Grudax on high! What the hell was that thing? After the commotion dies down, the man is somehow unable to describe the skittering creature he spotted to the authorities. Though the sight, coupled with the unusual encounters he experienced just before, severely damages his sanity. Meanwhile, the dude in the brown suit, still redolent of a particular marine animal, creeps through the tent, trying to evade his partner and Judith, unaware but able to guess that he's being sold out. Oh, man. Now what you're gonna do, dude? That chick doesn't let up. She's gonna fucking kill you. Don't let her do it, man. That's good. Don't let her kill you. Start from there. But the explosives! Shit, man, the explosives! Unless you do something, that bridge is going to stay unblown up! And that ain't gonna get you any dough! Ugh. Why has this only happened to me? Excellent question. What? Oh, not you two! Oh, this just ain't fair. That just ain't fair at all. Sorry, dude. Don't apologize. You're under arrest for... Oh, let's see. What should we start with? Oh, will you guys take it easy? Cut me a break, okay. There's a crazy woman trying to kill me. See? That's a crime. Trying to kill people is a crime, too. Ain't it? So, why don't you arrest her instead of me? We'll arrest you both. How about that? Your partner, too. Tell us where he is, and we'll even treat you nice. Oh, he's with her. Uh, probably sweet-talked her into shooting me and dividing the payout from the job amongst themselves. Oh, damn sneaky geezer. His decrepitude is always hampering my youthful vigor. It's a total bummer. Right. And who is this woman? Why does she want to kill you? Do you know? Uh, you know her. Judith. Judith Osterheld. Except back then, she was all lovey-dovey Rodney Rodney. Now she's all uh, time for your just desserts. A real husky-like and seducing barman. So she all right, all right. Else. You can stop talking. Judith, huh? Another innocent you've driven into desperation. I almost wish she'd gotten her shot at revenge. But I guess then I wouldn't have the satisfaction of throwing you into a deep, dark hole and chucking the key into the closest singularity. Oh, ha! Totally! So, uh, don't let her kill me. Please. We wouldn't dream of it, dude. 
But don't think this means we're friends. Our storied adversarial relationship won't just evaporate now that you're in our hands. Okay, I'm fine with that. Very good. Though, having said that, I would like to say that trick you pulled in New Shambhala with the saucer shell game was pretty cool. Gee, thanks. That was actually my idea. I mean, the old man guy came up with the concept, but then it was my idea to have them make game show noises when they Gladys, came out of the tomb. Quit fangirling. I'm going after Gray and Judith. Remember your don'ts. Yeah, sister. Sure thing. So, what was it you were actually doing here anyway? Just blowing up the bridge. What? Why would you do that? Oh, same reason as always. Somebody was going to pay us a stupid amount of money to do it. Oh, I guess that makes sense. That's what mercenaries do, right? Uh, pretty much. Though uh, we sometimes do drink booze and uh, banter. That's mostly it. Hmm, sounds kind of awful. Well, it is. But for men of low character and little scruples like me, it's just the thing. That's what they told me, anyway. And they sure didn't say anything about the initiation. Oh, there! What? I can't let you go, dude! It's the, it, it's the thing! The Zorblong! We've been chasing that little shit for a week! It went right that way! I didn't see it! What does it look like? It's like a... Oh, shit! It's gone again! It was... Right there! I swear it was right! <coughs> there! Miss, I know I'm under arrest now, but do you think you could let me grab that Zorblong? Uh, somebody told me you shouldn't grab Zorblongs. Girl, I'm a professional. I know what to look out for. Uh, okay, but I'm coming with you. For security purposes, of course. It went over there. Hurry! Hey, who's under arrest here, dude? The broomstick's cumbersome, okay? You ain't getting away from me this time. Puke all you like, I ain't letting you go. What is this place? Oh, some kind of service hatch, I guess. I bet he's gonna try to go in the pipes. I swear, he's more devious than several con artists I know. Do you have some kind of grudge against it or something? No, well, actually, it's for this old lady. <laughs> plans like that. I usually just go with it. You hurt me, dude. I thought I could trust you. But you used my desire to see a Zorblong up close to make me disobey my sister. Now I'll never hear the end of it. I didn't even know that. I'm telling you, manipulating ain't my thing. No! It's mine! <sighs> Why are people always coming up to me in dark rooms? What is with that? I'm not people, dude! Kindly do not insult me when you are under my power. What are you then? And what do you want with us? I should tell you, I'm a duly deputized agent of the unholy yes, order. Yes, I know, Gladys. We needn't bother with introductions. I know you, and you know me. Do I? No, oh, I think I'd remember knowing someone with a squeaky-ass voice like that. We've met before, dude. You tried to catch me, and I could not allow that. 
Wait. No, no, I still don't know. Can I have a hint? It's the Zorblong, dude. It talks, apparently. It talks? What doesn't it do? I have to answer the polka, even though if I could, still then I wouldn't want to. But that's not important right now. You are my prisoners. And you will remain so until I decide to release you. When do you think that'll be? Just so I can update my schedule. I'm sorry to say, maybe never, depending on circumstances. Oh. This is outrageous. What could you possibly gain from keeping us in here? At the moment, you and all that stands in the way of my plan, along with your witchy partner. Your plan? You mean... You're working with Anderson? Certainly not. For me! Uh, okay, I did not see that coming. Of course not. Even Madame Polignac had no idea her dear exotic pet was in fact embezzling most of her ill-gotten fortune to fund his own schemes. What are your schemes anyway? You just want to see the Great Peace Bridge go boom? Get a kick out of that? It's a great deal more involved than that. As you have no hope of escape, I can tell you my entire plan without worry. <laughs> Classic. Anderson thinks it's all about information warfare, perception of peace, and all that crap. No one cares about that. It comes down to what it always does. Resources. What resource can our intergalactic society never be without? I know. Claw. Correct. The recent shortages show just how dependent humans are on this fuchsia substance. Now imagine if a planet-sized load of clones had to be transported from Chrysomelon to Colchis, for distribution were to be obliterated. Imagine that panic! Imagine the desperation! And what would the universe cry out for then, hmm? An alternative, which I'm guessing you have. Wait! Matilda? She's working with you, too? The only known substance that properly processed can replicate the myriad uses of Chrom is Zorblon stomach juice. I have been directing the supply of my own possession to the Institute and its plotting scientists who eventually figured out what to do with it. With some help from a superior intelligence, of course. You mean you? I mean me! It helped with the broomhole woman like having someone to talk to, though it took on average a half hour to get to the damn blasted point already. The things I do for my brethren. Now, as soon as I summon the rest of them from Zorblongia, the very same ones who foolishly exiled me for excessive plotting, as if that were a defect, our clone pus, bruised under the cover of the Tomorrow Institute, will place the organic form everywhere it is used. That is to say, everywhere! And through all our tight hold of the supply chain, Zorblongity will hold sway over all creation. Whoa! I gotta say, that is quite the scheme. Thank you. Oh, I wouldn't tell anyone what that diaclom of yours is made from, though it's bad enough it's pink. And maybe change the name. Yeah. What's wrong with the name? I came up with it myself! 
I don't know. Maybe Zorblongs just don't really get human names. What's yours? Your name. Oh, you couldn't pronounce it! I know 57 languages, including Dolphin. Can I try? If you insist, I am... Son of a... languish in captivity, subjected to the megalomaniacal monologuing of their minuscule captor. Gray and Judith are first on the last of the scaffolding around the great peace bridge, carefully applying the last of the many charges provided to them by the Tomorrow Institute. Their working relationship has not warmed. Hand me the last one, will you, little lady? Which is about done here. Here you go. Just don't call me little lady. I've always hated that. What am I supposed to call you, then? Dear hostage taker. Miss Osterhelp. Oh, okay then. Guess you're single again then, huh? What happened to Joe? He served his purpose. Besides, he was a very poor barman. Yeah, he really was, huh? Right, all set now. Let's blow this joint. Before we blow this joint. <laughs> Come on. Hey, what are you two doing here? Uh, what's it look like we're doing? Looks like you're planning explosives on the Peace Bridge. <gasps> I bet you're extremists. They told me about you. We're not extremists. And why should I take your word for it? Isn't that just what an extremist would say? No, pal. An extremist would hand you a pamphlet and start shouting dumbass slogans. Think about it. Well... <laughs> Why'd you do that? He was coming around. I learned from you. Simpler this way. Did you want to give him a cut, too? You know what, Miss Osterhelm? We might make a fine dude one day. That's the most repulsive thing I've ever heard. Now go on. We're not leaving here until we find your partner. Just tell her, like, quick, get down. What? Is this another ploy? Sure ain't. Look, up in the sky, Miss Osterhelm. Wait, is that... Had better landings. Judith, where is he? What are you talking about? I know how you feel. I understand. They treated you real shitty. But don't let them win. Don't let them bring you down to their level. I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. I seem to remember you back in my father's mansion. Not doing anything. Look, that wasn't our best moment. We've already got one of them. If we send them both to the pit of horrors where they belong, wouldn't that be revenge enough for you? Mm, no. Actually, if you could get me brown, I would like that very much. Please. Miss Osterheld, pulling a gun on an officer of the law is a... You don't have to tell me. Actually, you don't have to talk at all. Just bring me the bastard I have to kill. Could you do that? Listen. Up there! Do you think I'm that stupid? Ugh. How did he get up there? I thought he was an old man. 56! Swinging on a mobile beam, Gray finds himself suspended directly above the General Secretary of the Colkian People's Party, currently delivering his grand oration. Celebrating the bridge and all it represents. With shimmering hands of peace, we reach out to our Chrismaladian brothers. <laughs> what is my hair? What the fuck? Hi. Nice speech, pal. Excuse me. I'm gonna go now. You might want to get away from the bridge. Heard it's got a structural flaw. Prone to spontaneously combusting, if you get my meaning. Stop him! You damned extremist! 
You're not getting away. How? You don't want to... You gotta say, buddy, you hit hard for a political. Maybe I'll vote for you next time. Oh, wait. You don't really have voting here, do you? Well, I'll see that. Sorry, Miss Austin Hill, I got a paycheck cash in. Be seeing you. They're going to blow the bridge. Someone stop the shipment. Call the Crystal Malonians. Only General Secretary can activate the hotline. For Hecate's sake, Gladys? Gladys, come in. Yes? You're Is where? Fuck. Is your partner on top of it, officer? It seems to be a bit complicated. She says she's handling it. Look, right now we've got to focus on catching the one in gray. He won't push the button unless he's... The Great Peace Bridge! So much for that, I guess. Gladys? Gladys, did you get it? Good work, sister. Don't worry, friend. The qualm's safe. Thank goodness. But how? Indeed. How did Gladys manage to foil the Zorblanc's plans and save the day, while locked in a dark room with the mastermind himself and a dude not exactly known for cunning escape stratagems? To provide the answer, let us briefly rewind time and return to that dingy dark chamber, deep in the service area beneath the bridge. Anyway, it's mostly the proteins. When they form covalent bonds, they become incredibly versatile, enabling any number of uses. Our Zorblong scientists discovered this long ago, but our policy of isolationism has kept the great technological advancements of Zorblongity from the rest of the universe. But very soon, that will change. Now, if you'll excuse me, I think I will go witness my triumph. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> well, at least he's finished. When they tell you their whole plan, they're usually not so thorough. Good for us. I think he got a little too absorbed in his genius. He didn't see me sticking my ledger under the door. You usually carry a ledger around with you? It's a long story. Anyway, aren't you glad now I do? Well, sure. <laughs> I still don't see how we're gonna get that steel door open. Like that, I guess. If it doesn't lock, it's easy. Now come with me. You're still in custody, you know. Man, I never get a break, huh? Ugh, quick. There might still be time. Where's your ship? Why? Ours is too far away. For this to work, we've got to zip out of here in the next 30 seconds. Oh, I can't think with a time limit. For strict sake, what kind of hardened mercenary are you? There, it's there, under the dummy tent. Reasonably priced lectures on metaphysics? Okay, good one. No way anyone will look in there. Start it up. Where are we going, exactly? Shouldn't we stomp the bridge blowing up so the gross little masterminds don't take over the universe? Your partner's already up there. Looks like he's having a disagreement with the speaker. There isn't enough time. Our only chance is to save the shipment. You've got a gravitow cable, right? Yeah. Wait, are you saying... Yeah, go, go, go! Boy, it really is speedy! And well-equipped. I told you, didn't I? Uh-huh. Just in the nick of time, Brown and Gladys managed to attach the gravity cable to the shipment and abscond with it just before the hyperspace passage closes with the obliteration of one of its transmitters. See? Told you it'd work. Yeah. Yeah, Betsy. I got it.
All good. Thanks. Ah, cool. Now, uh, what the hell do we do with this shitload of claw? Uh... While she considers this unexpected question, far below on the surface, Judith searches the panicked throng for Grey. Her steely eye is set more than ever on revenge. She hardly notices the skittering creature beside her, admiring the aftermath of the explosion. Magnificent! All just as I planned! What? Who said that? Everyone! We can now confirm that, despite the destruction of Great Peace Bridge by extremists, the Chrome was saved! Uh, hey. No! No! It can't be! Matilda Broomhall. 